As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Despite what their moms told them, they just aren't talented enough for radio. Unfortunately, anyone can have a show these days. Sean. Well, I'm pretty hard to figure out sometimes. I can't even figure myself out sometimes, so don't you try to. Joe. You're an idiot and really a disloyal person. This is the Cuse Militia. Those two unapologetically biased, orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe. It's the most bullshit thing I've seen in 30 years. Welcome, orange men and ladies. Happy Sunday. This is the Cuse Militia with Sean and Joe at Cuse Militia on the socials. Go there, join the militia. Thanks for tuning in and hanging out with us. We appreciate all of you. Syracuse pulls out another thriller with a 63-60 win over Florida State in their ACC debut. You'll hear from us and we'll hear from you in fan feedback. And a showdown in Madison Square Garden versus Villanova, Villanova um, Swider's old team. So hopefully Swider can get his swagger as we uh, head into that game this Tuesday. And we'll let you know what we think about that. But first, the coach montage. You know, their pressure defense is so good. You know, I'm happy that we didn't turn it over more than 13 and uh, that we finally, you know, our defense really won the game for us. It has not been good, but our defense kept getting stops when we had to have them. And when they put their shooters in, we tried to drive that guy. We tried to take advantage of the shooter on the, on the offensive end. And Jimmy did a really good job of that a couple times. But I, I just thought our defense was the difference. And, uh, you know, you're down eight on the road and you come back and take a lead like that. That's hard to do. Uh, they are in your face the whole game. They're a tremendous, tremendous defensive team, especially in here. I thought, you know, in the first half, Frank did a really good job for a couple minutes there. Uh, I thought Samir, even though he didn't score, he, he got, you know, had five assists. He pushed it up. I thought he did a good job. But at the end of the day, Joe and, you know, Cole, you know, I know Cole's going to make eight or ten of these threes one of these days. And, you know, he didn't. He started out one for six, I think. And he hit a couple, and I think there's a couple more. They're, if they're going to play face guard Buddy and Joe that way, Cole's going to get shots, and he's, he's going he's gonna to have to cash them in, and I think he will uh, as he gets a little bit more uh, game experience with us. The other guys have to take advantage of that. You know, they doubled him. Jimmy got the ball. Jimmy drove in. We ended up with a three for Cole Swider. So... They're going to double him. Other guys have got to pick it up. He made, Buddy made two impossible drives. I don't know how he made those shots even. But they're going to double him, or when he goes with the ball, they're coming to help. Other guys are going to get shots, and that's the way it is. When you're a really good player, some nights, that's what you got to do. You got to get it to the open guy, and 
We have other guys that can make shots. Everybody does. Everybody does. Everybody does. Everybody does. Watch it. <laughs> we missed, you know, it, it cost you a game. I mean, you know, Jimmy missed two layups. You know, you got to make those. You know, we had a bad turnover there at the end, but, you know, you got to hang on and find a way, and we did. Didn't put Benny back in after taking him out in the first half. He's just standing there. He's got to do something. He had two great chances to go get a ball, and he just didn't do it. So we have to win. We have to play the guys that can help us win. There's a lot of freshmen around the country that aren't playing. Top 10 players. All right, the Coach Montage is brought to us today by MyBookie. It's not every day you can double your money, but with MyBookie, you double your money instantly thanks to their double deposit bonus for all new users. With MyBookie's double deposit bonus, when you sign up at MyBookie.ag and use the promo code SPORTSDRINK, you'll instantly receive double your initial deposit so you can kickstart your betting experience with all the best games, leagues, and casino options to choose from. Patriots bills tomorrow night on Monday Night Football. You could uh, take plenty of prop prop bets on that you can go there and do that you can bet for tonight's game Sunday night game uh, set yourself up for success by doubling your first deposit when you use the promo code sports drink at my bookie that's promo code sports drink to double your initial deposit all the way up to a thousand dollars bet anything anywhere anytime with my bookie thank you my bookie okay so um where do we start no, bud. You tell me. How you doing? How's your weekend? I'm great. Weekend was fantastic. I got a dumpster at the house. I ripped the ceiling down for my daughter uh, overflowing the tub, which trickled down into the kitchen. It was raining in the kitchen when I got home one day. And uh, so I had to tear down all of the drywall in the kitchen this weekend, and uh, we're going to have to redo that. So that's awesome. And while I was at it, you know, I said, you know what? Let's tear up the floor in the bedroom and redo that too. So that's what I did. Wow. It's fun. Ambitious. It was ambitious. I figure if I'm going to pay $350 for a dumpster, I'm going to fill that thing. So I, I, I even went into the attic, pulled out all the stops this weekend. Yeah, might as well if you got the dumpster. But I still, it still made time, still made time to come here, Joe. <laughs> Just saying. On time. Yes, you did. The day we're supposed to do it. Okay, I'm just playing. Um, so, <laughs> anyways, you heard Coach at the beginning of the montage. Defense won the game. Defense won the game. Well, that hasn't happened yet this year. Defense was pretty good. Also, um, Florida, Florida State struggled a little bit from behind the arc, to say the least. Um, but uh, Frank in, you heard him mention Frank um, getting some good minutes early. But Samir, I mean, I said... Uh, um, last week, he's going to have to get better, and I think he's getting better. If we see improvement from um, Samir Torrance game to game, I feel really good by the time we get to you know full-throated ACC play even um, through these next few games. So what did, you, what did you think, Joe? I mean, he didn't score a lot. He did, he did have five assists, and he did, he did a pretty good job on defense too, and he was, he was pretty, he was, good, he was pretty active, good with the ball. Like yeah. Said, yeah, five assists. Uh, one steal. He was active on defense. So, um, again, we're going to need that energy off the bench. And uh, 
he did enough to help us out with getting my buddy and Joe 12 minutes of rest, even though they really didn't get <laughs> um, all that rest because we did go small there for a period of time. Um, but yeah, having some torrents uh, going in there, changing up the defenses and stuff like that. Uh, I liked to, I like to see that, you know, and there were instances where buddy went down to the wing and, you know, Samir came in and played up top with Joe. So we're just checking. We're seeing different types of, um, you know, combinations of, yeah, combinations and so stuff like that. Th- we're used. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com/slash metaverse impact. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline to this right i mean it's why we call jim Beheim the chemist right because he he well, does especially in the non-conference yeah especially you're right right but he you know it always looks rough i mean that's that's late november early december syracuse basketball just looks they look lost to a certain extent they look bad on either offense or defense or both you know they look out of sync they look like they're totally um not on the same page when, with one another and you know, it's just you're putting in some new pieces. I guess it's to be expected when you get a couple new pieces, a few new pieces. Um, yeah. But in 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 while we're um, before I forget, while Buddy and Joe are getting worked, Cole. You know, Coach said Cole said Cole. He was four for thirteen. Okay, so he missed a bunch. Which yeah. I mean, that's fine. You heard Coach say he's going to make eight or, eight or ten of these one of these games, and and, and I believe it. But. Um, He's going to have to be a little better, in my opinion, when when Buddy's getting face guarded the way he was and and basically taken out of the game, you know. And I think it'll come, right? Yeah, I mean that's what again is difficult because we know that. Um, I mean, non conference. That's what that's what this is for. You know what I mean? Like, the, the, I guess we just didn't have a non conference last year. It's been like what two years since we've had a non conference, and and I guess that's just. I mean, technically, this was a conference game. So, well, yes, but I mean, it's the non-conference period, and, and it's a, you know, right? They 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 threw these this one-off ACC game in early last year. Was it last year they did it the first game of the season, or the year before that? They did it the first uh, was the UVA was, game. Remember, it's the year before last, I think. I think what, so because last year I only, or I think our only games were the ACC games, right? Oh, you're right. You're right. Ones? I, I think no, I think you might be right. I think you might be right. They they did do a couple, I believe, but it was all messed up. It was jacked up. You're right, though. Yeah, it wasn't the same. So right. Um, in Florida State, you know, they have good defense, and they're still top thirty in Ken Palm, and um, so p- teams are going to do this to Buddy. And uh, you know, I think we're just gl- again. I think this is, has a lot to do with just Florida State, and at this point of the season, you know, um, not that great, missing a bunch of shots, you know, and. I think that I think that we'll, we'll be all right, you know. Yeah, I know that I, I, I kind so. of freaked out a little bit when we lost to Colgate, you know. But yeah, you know, I had to. Everybody I had to cool. Did. Well, look, and that's one of the that's a really bad loss in my opinion. Um, 
But again, you know, basketball, you can have a bad loss and still recover from that. And, you know, so I guess my only argument to that is, is I guess, you know, uh, well, I would hold. If it's a buy, sell, or hold, if that's a bad loss, I guess I'll hold. I know that they did get, um, they got beat by someone here. Niagara. Niagara, yeah, that's right. So, um, you know, I mean, with that said, we'll know more. We'll know more in a couple months about that, okay, to be fair. It, and, and that's just where I stand with that. I'm not saying it wasn't a bad loss, but who knows? I'm holding. Uh, it, it's look, it's trending that way. Okay, I'm a, I'll eat my words if I need to. Uh, so, Don, I, what's up with Coach and Donna Detona? I, I don't understand. Well, <laughs> the past couple press conferences, dude, he's been so he's been so rude. Let's be honest. Uh, she was asking about Florida State and their three point shooting, four for thirty. Um, regardless of his answer, yes, that's awful. That's terrible. And uh, I think a lot of that had to do with them. To be honest with you, it just weren't. They just needed to change their game plan, and it had they started to try to get the ball inside or do something a little different. Thankfully they did not um, because it could have turned the game around, but they kept shooting threes and they're missing them. So, I mean, whatever. Um. Yeah. Well, that's what a team, that's what a team that normally doesn't, that doesn't know how to handle the two, three zone or beat it usually ends up doing, you know, or that can just naturally do that to a team, um, an inexperienced team, or maybe a team that, you know, hasn't, matured as far as playing with each other um yeah they're 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 doing the same thing we're kind of doing in that aspect well yeah they're definitely figuring it out but you can tell they're still trying to figure out roles on offense as far as who's supposed to be shooting and who's going to be their guy and everything like that you know i mean they had a lot of guys play a lot of different types of minutes you know there was plenty of people that came off the bench that played more than a few starters so uh again he's still trying to tweak tweak it and uh really i mean i i'm surprised at the, the rebounding but um but yeah, I mean, everyone shoots threes against us. To, to Jim's point, I mean, a lot. Most teams against our two-three zone tends that's, to huck up more threes than that's they true. might normally do. That's true. That, but that wasn't her. That wasn't what she was saying. So what is she? But, what is she? What was she saying? I think she was alluding to the how come they weren't as many as they took, how bad they were, something along those lines. I don't think it was having. Uh, the, I, she wasn't referring to just how many they took. I mean, obviously, yes, they all do that. Maybe that was a miscommunication. Maybe that's why it came off like that. But uh, with regardless, four for thirty, it's thirteen percent. It's terrible. It's awful. And that's probably why we won. Yeah, that's what I was saying. If they had changed their game plan and done something else besides chuck up threes, I mean, it would have been a totally different game. Yeah, and that's the thing is, is that sometimes you don't know what's what's what. You know, I think that we. Got held to 63, but he got held to six points, which is probably going to be his low of the season um, in a game he at least well, plays or does, doesn't get injured in, right? But I mean, um, we're, it's good competition. Look, you can say what you want about Florida State well, the, right now, and they haven't played anybody. And, you know, the two games that they did play were ranked teams and they lost. And you can point to all those things. But I mean, it's still Florida State, and you're still, and we'll get into some fan feedback, but you're still going to their house. And it's an ACC game. So, I mean, right. kind of like none of that really, if it's an ACC game, like none of that really, whatever, dude, you're going on the home and they are going away are going on the road in the ACC and winning the game. I mean, that's good because uh, even if they're even a, a, a mediocre team, that could be really close, if not a tier one win by the end of the season because it's on the road because right. that adds so much. Right. And again, Florida State, I mean, they're still a, a good team. You know, Leonard Hamilton over there, he's had a good team for 
a lot of years, and they just, they've been putting in a lot of NBA players here recently, which is why they have such a big turnaround. And, um, you know, I think there's still an athletic, tall, lengthy team that plays really good defense. So they played defense. They kept in, they kept themselves in the in the game, but obviously they're still trying to figure out their offensive, you know, roles and just situation and identity. And um, you know, until that happens, then it doesn't seem to me like they're going to be that scary of a team. But they're a gritty team that they'll sure. they'll they'll play defense and they'll be in the game. They'll be in games. You know, they're still an upper echelon ACC team. It's just the teams like that they lost to those, you know, top ten, top twenty five teams who were the able to compete. You know. In uh, the past, um, it's a situation where uh, they don't have that. So right now, right now, right, and, we'll and see, they play, can figure it out. We like, play them again in the dome, and it's going to be. Um, let's see, let's see. When is that game? Um, is it relatively soon? I went, I went back to front here. Yeah, I mean, it's it's um, January fifteenth, so. This you know, it's a good month away. Right. You know, five weeks. Okay, so Jimmy missing at the rent a couple times. It was a little agonizing. There was a bunch of mistakes, right? Um, Thirteen turnovers, which you know, I mean, um, like Coach said, basically, thankfully it wasn't more. But um, he mentions they found a way to win, and they just hung on, and they just hung around, and it's just too. Um, it's just a testament to, to these kids just going back, you know, to the previous game against Indiana when they just fought and fought and fought and uh, never gave up. Down by 11 in this game at one point to all the way up to up by 11, 22-point swing at one point. And uh, they just never gave up, and they figured it out. They changed some things on defense again, and it worked. And, um you know, those little things are going to come into play, though, eventually. You're not always going to be able to pull those out, you know. So some of that stuff, obviously, has got to get cleaned up. But the missing, oh, the missing at the rim stuff kills me. Yeah, that kills you. And, you know, we have to learn how to be able to – because we are going to get bumped, right? And we're, our guys are going to have to learn to finish, uh, you know, around the rim when they're, you know, through contact. I, I feel like that's one thing that, you know, almost everyone on our team pretty much has to get better with. Uh but I was happy to see, obviously, like I said, the rebounding. Uh, they kept the, you know, we won the we won the rebounding. By one. Uh, is, yeah, I know as as good as, as like you said, as good a game as you know he said about Cole Swider shooting four or thirteen. He did have five turnovers as well. So uh, again, when we play against good defensive teams, you know, we we tend to turn the ball over. I mean, in a lot of teams usually you turn the ball you, know, you turn the ball over more, right? So we just need to be stronger with the ball, stronger down around the rim and finishing and stuff. But at least we're. Uh, you know, getting in there, getting physical boxing out and, and getting rebounds. Um, so and also, too, it's nice to see uh, other guys step up and, and hit shots in, in certain situations when, you know, they're guarding Buddy the way he is. And, and I really am also glad that Buddy didn't just, you know, say, oh, I'm Buddy and I'm just going to keep shooting no matter what. Yeah, right? he, he because, knew. I mean, yeah. So, I mean, Swider, Jimmy. And uh, Joe all took more shots than him, not just three pointers, but like just shots overall. So that usually doesn't happen. You're not going to see too many times where he was get six and every other starter gets in the double, um, you know, double digits as far as points that line. Yeah. I mean, but, uh, buddy only, he only shot the ball six times. Well, I see 10. Do you? Yeah. Oh yes. I'm sorry. It was, it was, it was three it's for six 10 points. 
Yeah. Three for ten, six yeah. points. Again, yeah. no free throws. That was another thing, too. You could tell, you know, these these the refs let him play. There were some bad calls, uh, but, you know, only getting to the line 13 times when we're averaging getting to the line 21 times. When uh, when the refs are calling a game like that, Syracuse needs to join the party. You, you know, the, if if they're gonna if they're gonna be playing like that, and they're gonna be that physical and that aggressive at every second, every chance they can, Syracuse well, needs least, to join that party. Yeah, well, at least they're not getting phantom phantom calls called on them. Well, true, I suppose. So, uh, Benny, not much playing time. I'm sure he's not real happy about his two minutes. Oh, for one, it was a three pointer he chucked up. And it did not land. But you know, like Coach said, man, you know, you can't just stand there. And I don't remember exactly what he's talking about. I mean, I'd have to go back. I mean, we're talking about two minutes. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't remember exactly what he's talking about. I'll take his word for it. But you know. Benny's going to have to learn. He's going to have to learn. He's going to have to put more effort into it. Sounds like it was an effort issue to me, and I don't think it was anything to do with the with the shot he took and missed, but um, he's going to have to get on board with the program, and I don't know what it is, but, um, you know, if if he doesn't, he's not going to play. It's as simple as that. So. Yeah. I mean, Bam's made it clear pretty much throughout the years of – you know him coaching. If you're not gonna, if you're not doing anything out there to help us win the game when you're out there, then you're not gonna be out. You know, there. you're not gonna be out there. Yeah, exactly. So, and in where he's in, as far as coming off the bench situation, <clears throat> your leash is pretty short. Already, correct. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, you see, so like, it doesn't take much. You see, Torrance and uh, Anselm. You know, they're they're doing their thing. You know, Anselm. I think he's still got a little bit to go. But Torrance is getting better, and he's showing us a little bit more every game, which that's what you got to do. You want minutes, that's what you're going to have to do. Well, and it's different, too, because we're, we're used to seeing the starters for 30, 35, 37 minutes that you don't really see you know, these other guys. And you know, there are some lulls when you, you play that guys that many minutes. Sometimes there's some kind of slower lulls and stuff. You, know, you see some guys sometimes you know, not have their hands as active on defense or stuff like that, right? So when you come off the bench, you're supposed to come out with energy. Like so, when Samir Torrance comes out yesterday with that energy, you know, or Frank Anselm coming out there and getting those boards like he did, and, and you know, filling that the middle, you know, I thought pretty well. Um, you could visibly see their energy. Like you can oh, yeah. tell they want to be out there, right? Yeah. And that's that's what you want to see from people off the bench. When you come off the bench, that's what it's supposed to be. You're supposed to you're supposed to be a spark. You know that's why they got a sixth man of the year award in the NBA, right? Like you're supposed to be a spark coming off the bench. You want to be out there, a to prove you can be out there because you don't get seen that much. But also that's your that is your tryout. Yeah, it's your like, tryout. You can do whatever. It's your interview. I mean, you, you can play good and, and practice. It's going to get you out on the court. But if you're still underneath the starters and you go in there and you show low level energy and you don't do anything and you don't look like you're even interested, then you're going to get pulled pretty fast. And I think that that's what happened here. Yeah, I would agree. So we will see um, going forward if, if any of that changes, but just a couple of things to keep an eye on. So, um, and it, you know, we'll get into Villanova, but uh, Madison Square Garden hopefully is. You know, to Syracuse's advantage, I would hope. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll see what happens, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. It's time to hear from you. I think Philly's closer to your city. Yeah, I think it is too. 
It's time to hear from you, the loud mouths from the loud house. All right, you guys know what to do at the end of every game. I ask for your thoughts on the game. You go there, leave them. I read some of them. Uh, no, I'm kidding. I read most of them. And uh, I'll pick a couple and we'll talk about them here. By the way, yeah, it was like five and a half hours from Syracuse to New York City, by the way. So, like, that's a hike. You know how, you know how far it is from Virginia Beach to New York City? Not far, like miles wise, but how long it takes to get there. Just a six and a half hours. It's an hour longer. I'm in Virginia. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy, right? Yeah. That's crazy. So anyways, uh had that has nothing to do with anything, actually. But <laughs> I figured <laughs> I'd throw it out there. Um okay. For the geography <laughs> no problem. Let's do a couple of these real quick here. All right. Uh at MF Brightside I am one of the biggest Bayheim critics, but this win is primarily due to his coaching adjustments. The 1-3-1 is finally a change of pace that takes away the high post and dribble penetration. FSU was unprepared and, sh- and shot awfully in the second half. Great win. Yeah, I mean, the ability to to do a little bit of these things for right now is going to work. I mean, how long does it work for? I mean, if you can switch in and out of it, maybe it's a little confusing. And um, you heard Coach, I believe it was in the last... No, it was this. It was this game where he said it wasn't in the montage, but he did say something about you know, buddy knows when and how to basically get out of this thing. Um, the the he calls it a one one three, but whatever, right? Um, so, I mean, it's arguable. I'm not gonna. I'm not even gonna go there. It's a zone right? <laughs> that basically flows and moves with where they want to stop the ball at the foul line. And that's. Seems to be the turn the last two games. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, by the way, MF Brightside is a big Bayheim critic, but that's fine. Look, I think it's totally necessary to criticize coaches, but for whatever reason, it seems like the 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 people who are not very big fans of Bayheim, the Bayheim haters. Let's say I don't think Matt is that, but uh, the Bayheim haters, you know, they're left with egg on their face a lot of times. Because he he shows up and he and he basically you know he makes a meat crow quite often, which is yeah. why I just keep my powder dry a lot with Jim Beheim because, I mean he's he knows what the hell he's doing. He knows a hell of a lot more than than any of the media that try to get smart with him or or us for crying out loud or any of the fans. Mm-hmm. So. Absolutely, and and you know when it comes down to it too, uh, you know I think that you can talk negatively about a current team, right and. You know, you can talk negatively about the coach, like you said, right? But when you're talking about like possible jobs or you need to, we need to change, like, sw- like you got to wait till the end of the year. You got to wait to see what the final product oh, is. Oh, 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 yeah. Especially with with basketball, especially you know, with football, you can find out pretty quick here. Like, you can be three quarters of the way, halfway through the season, and be like, yeah, they're not making a bowl, right? But like. And with basketball, it's, it's like, totally are you going to get in the tournament? And what are you going to do, right? And and we've seen what we can do in the tournament and in the past if we just sneak in. So, therefore, I mean, it's totally fine to, you know, talk like I did about Colgate or this, this, or that, or think that we're not going to make the tournament or anything like that. But until you get to the end, there's really no reason. And, and I definitely don't call for people's jobs or a change of the guard you know, if in the middle of a season. No, and I mean, the, the Fire Bayheim stuff already started. I mean, it started, um, you know, a while back, probably. <clears throat> well, I mean, 
VCU. Some people Colgate. just want to see a different product, you know, and I get that. Yeah, but at that's the end of the true. day, like he's he's proven that he's allowed to stay. And so, I mean, it's just it's up to him. It's up to him. Yeah. Uh, at Tony Staffieri on Twitter, it's safe to say Florida State is not who anyone thought they were. Solid road win, but we have to hope the Seminoles win some games this year. So, I mean, I didn't know if I knew who the hell they were, to be honest with you. I just looked at their Ken Palm stats, and I could see that they had a good defense, and they obviously do. Kept um, you know Syracuse under 63. Thankfully, Syracuse's defense really stepped up, and the Orange were able to to match that, um, you know, by uh, plus three. So, um, but yeah, that's fair to say. I mean, you got to root for the Seminoles a little bit. We want this to be, a, like I said, it, it doesn't take much to bump this thing into a tier one win by the time, you know, we're halfway through ACC play. It's it, it's just, it's just how it is. It's such a, it, they give so much credit to road wins on that system that, um, you know, it's, it's going to take a little bit probably, but We'll get to see who the Seminoles are, and plus, they're going to get better. They obviously have oh, some yeah, talent. Oh, yeah, they're definitely going to get better. I think that it just is exactly what we talked about. It's a perfect perfect time for us to play that team um, right. because I think you know we're just, we're just better off right now offensively um, than especially that team right there. So their defense will keep them in the game, and it'll still be a close game. Um, but you saw how badly they shot, you know, and to think that they just hit like one of those threes, you know. Yeah, if they went then, if they went five five for thirty or whatever the hell they might have won the game. They might have won the game. It would have we would have went into overtime, you know. So, uh, you know, it is what it is. I mean, if some butts were candy nuts, we all have a merry Christmas, right? Or at least they would. Uh, at Dfin one great win, even though Buddy had a rough game scoring. Samir played well. Uh, Benny is two years out, Joe. But <laughs> I th- I think probably we're gonna see Benny look. The, the, the pressure's on Benny now, okay? So once Coach goes into a press conference and calls him out, then the pressure's on, plain and simple. And so he's going to have to, he's going to, have to either start producing or um, he's just going to get called out again. It's going to get worse. And he's going to get less playing time. So I don't think he's two years out, though. I say by, by mid to late ACC play, I see we're going to be seeing a lot more of Benny. I think he's going to get better. I think he's just, you know, as a transition from high school to college ball, it affects everybody differently. We all remember Joe. Joe, I mean, he was, he was, wasn't he starting? Yeah, he was. And, but he was, he was terrible at times in his freshman year. So, right. Well, yeah. And then it's just a situation now, especially this year, where we got two older transfer forwards that came in and, it's one of those things where Benny Williams at the end of the day is probably going to be better than both of them. But right Fair, now yeah. they, them, them playing the minutes and being out there, how long they are, it's, it's kind of necessary for us if we want to win games because they give us a better chance to win right now. So that's one of those things where, you know, all these people that are screaming for Benny Williams to get, to get more minutes, um, I mean, because that's the only way you're going to get it, right? Like I said, maybe next year when Swider and Joe uh, or Jimmy are gone and he's forced to be able to have to go out in there and play those minutes and he's obviously the first man up. So if I'm not mistaken, that, Swider could, I think Swider could come back. I'm, I'm not sure with everything with this COVID and right. transfers and all this stuff. I've just lost track, but, um, you don't just, I mean, what are you going to, are you going to, would you rather substitute wins just in the, to develop Benny in the middle of the season. 
No, absolutely not. Because that's really, I mean, that's what I hear when I have these people that are saying that Benny should be playing all these minutes. Yeah, fair enough. Because this is where we are. Usually you four, four or five, a four or five year big conference like player is going to usually be better than most freshmen that come in. Right. You get and, the rarities. And like coach said, there's, there's, there's top 10 freshmen not playing uh, or, mm-hmm. or excuse me. They're not getting much playing time and they're coming off the bench. So they're not starting. Right. And, and, well, you got to think those guys go to traditionally big schools, but these traditionally big schools like Dukes and like all the, now with the transfer portal, you know, they, these, I mean, essentially they're getting these, you know, last year seniors that are coming there to basically fill some spots and try to win a national championship in their last year eligibility and they don't got to sit out. Right. So that's what's going on there. So now you got, you know, some teams that have the pieces that don't necessarily need to get a a, a five star to come in and and actually, you know, take over and be the man on on a team, you know? Right. All right. We are going to finish up fan feedback right after this. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Hiring? With Indeed, your search is over. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Ready to elevate your home? Picture this. Central heating, a cozy fireplace, or your dream walk-in closet. Build a backyard oasis, go green with solar panels, or start a business. It's all possible with Figure's Home Equity line of credit. Unlock up to $400,000. Apply online in five minutes. Funding in as little as five days. Head to figure.com and transform your home. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. But Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. 
The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at Skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. All right, my bookie, it's not every day. You can double your money, but with my bookie, you can double your money instantly thanks to their double deposit bonus for all new users. With my bookie's double deposit bonus, when you sign up at mybookie.ag and use the promo code SPORTSDRINK, you'll instantly receive double your initial deposit so you can kickstart your betting experience with all the best games, leagues, and casino options to choose from. Bill's Patriots this this week, this uh, Monday night, tomorrow. Um, you got the props on all of that stuff, plus the game tonight. Uh, set yourself up for success by doubling your first deposit. Use promo code SPORTSDRINK at MyBookie. That's promo code SPORTSDRINK to double your initial deposit all the way up to $1,000. Bet anything, anywhere, anytime with MyBookie. And of course, while you're at it, go to Symbol.com. It's the stock market for sports that allows you to profit off of your sports knowledge. On Symbol, you can trade sports teams like stocks, and every time your team wins, you earn cash. Use your sports knowledge on Symbol. Buy low, sell high, and even uh, earn cash payouts when your team wins. Join the 7,000-plus early adopters who have started to invest in their favorite teams. Visit www.sim. B-U-L-L.com to create a free account and when you deposit. Make sure to use the promo code SD to make your deposit risk-free. Visit Symbol.com and use the promo code SD and your initial deposit will be risk-free. This means if you lose money, Symbol will refund your initial deposit. No questions asked. Join Symbol and start investing and profiting off of your favorite teams today. Symbol.com and the Spotify Green Room. Look, folks, go there. Download the damn app. Okay? Um... It's free. All you need is a username, an email address, and a password. Follow us at Cuse Militia. Sign up for notifications. When we go live, you get notified. You can get into the green room. <clears throat> Excuse me. You can get into the green room, and you can listen. You can chat, or you can request to speak. If you request to speak and I approve it, go ahead and unmute yourself. There's going to be a red uh, microphone icon on, uh, on your icon. Unmute yourself. Say your piece. And you can also follow plenty, plenty of other stuff. Um, all kinds of things from sports to movies to anything pop culture to music, whatever you want. Um, So go there now. It's free. Uh, It's your iOS or Android stores. It's the Spotify Green Room app. Go there today. All right, Joe, we are going to transition into some Facebook ones. Top fan, Mike on Facebook. Huge road win. Will be nice resume builder for March. Well, we're hoping so. Thank God FSU couldn't buy a three. Yes, that's to our point that we just made. It's um, it's a good damn thing they couldn't buy a three because we would have lost. Uh, we weren't that hot ourselves from three either. I'm sitting here talking about Florida State. They were four for 30. We were nine for 30. That was the difference, um, obviously. But uh, still not great, 30%. So I kind of, you know... Like a Cole Swider, four for 13. I think Coach expects that to improve. So with that said, we'll just have to wait and see. Um, but he was getting good looks. There was a couple couple really 
Uh, Buddy had a clean one, too. Then he missed, too. But uh, top yeah. fan, Robert, on Facebook. In the first five minutes, I thought we were going to get run out of the building. This team has heart and that defense. I like it. Great road win in, in conference. It's no small feat not having won there in seven years. This team has a lot of heart. Yeah, that's something um, I didn't even realize until I read his comment. So, and seven years not winning on the road there. That's huge. Plus, they were about to break Duke's at-home win streak uh, if they beat us at home. And we spoiled that too, which is always sweet to spoil some kind of you know, record. I don't care who holds it. Uh, you, you, you know what I'm saying? You, you don't yeah. want them, you don't want them, uh, taking you for a ride to, to their benefit, breaking records. No way. So, uh, Ryan on Facebook, the officiating drove me absolutely insane. Best defense, the best, the defense has looked by far this season. And they definitely showed some grit down the stretch to take control and hang on to the lead. Yeah, when they turned that ball over, Joe, what were you thinking at the end of that game? I was like, "Oh, it's done, it's done. They're gonna get the they're gonna get the last shot. This is how this thing's gonna end. It's gonna suck, right?" Oh yeah. So oh yeah, absolutely. It's just it, it was looking and getting it was set up to be you know kind of a disaster type game, right? Like I mean, we only scored nine minutes and almost pretty much that first nine and a half <laughs> or nine points in the first nine and a half minutes of the game, right? And then finish off, you know, I don't know, not really that strong. They think they took the lead, what, it was 35-24 going into half. They were up 11. And then we come storming back, take the lead. We actually take the lead by 11. And I think we were up eight with, like, less than five minutes to go. We were up 11, I think, with, like, five minutes and some change to go. And slowly but surely, Florida State started clawing back. We'd make a mistake, not make a shot. And it's just, yeah, it seemed like, especially with not being able to win at Florida State against Florida State, it just seemed like it was slowly, you know, going down. But you know, those free throws, yeah, free throws from Cole, yeah, the free throws from Cole, and I think I don't think I put it in the montage, but it was in there. He was asked, you know, did is Cole the one you wanted shooting? I mean, basically, the the, the uh, inbounds pass was designed for him to grab it. So, I mean, he's not terrible. He's not. I mean, he, he has missed a couple here in there, but let me see real quick. Yeah, I know he's pretty good. Um, and again, he's, he's a ninety-one percent feel free throw shooter. But just for the record, so mm. that's not terrible. No, pretty good. Yeah, we got a good. We got a good free throw shooting team. That's why we got to get to the line. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and like I just thought that, we were going to get there way more than thirteen times. And we're getting stuffed a lot <laughs> trying to get to the line. You know what I mean? We're just getting I mean, clean blocks. Team. Yes, I know, I know. But I mean, it's not just them either. But there's a lot of clean blocks that we were getting. Oh yeah. Um. So and Buddy got one too. He got he got he got one shoved right back at him. So oh yeah, he did. Um. Let's see. There was something in here I wanted to talk about. Oh, I, the officiating drove me crazy. He says, absolutely insane. I mean, I don't. I, I just thought it was a little. Talk about you know trying to find a happy medium. You know, you you go from the Indiana game where it's whistle, 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 whistle to this game where you're like, holy cow, this guy's getting freaking mugged down there and nothing. Uh, so, But I guess at the end of the day for me, Joe, and I think we've probably mentioned this to nauseam on the show, but if, it, if, yeah. it's, if it's consistent on both ends, I mean, I don't know how much complaining I can do. 
you know there, there i would like a happy medium between those two games though somewhere in the middle would be nice uh you know but who am i no one cares <laughs> michael on facebook uh, impressive road win for Q's was great to see coach switch up the zone again, much improved defense. So their two best defensive games. I mean, you know, I mean, Indiana wasn't great, but I mean, they did end up pulling that off. I mean, and it's hard to, it's hard to, what was that game going into the, going in at the end of regulation? You remember what it was? Say that again. What, what was Syracuse, Indiana end of regulation? What was the score? It's like 93, know, 93, eight. something like that. Does that sound right? No, I thought it was like 85, 85, 89, 89, something right. like that. So anyways, uh, I didn't think their defense was terrible. I, I think that you could attribute that game. Um, their defense played a whole lot better than it had in Atlantis and before that. And I think, um, you know, we're going to see improvement, hopefully. I mean, we can. That's that's all we can hope for is to see improvement. And that's just where we are in the season right now. So... Uh, mm-hmm. Daryl on Facebook, great wo- road win. The three point shots were falling for Q's today. I mean, I, I kind of disagree with that, but they, they, they were hitting them when they counted, I think. So they felt <laughs> like they were falling, right? Mm, once. Yeah. I mean, once they, the offense actually, they actually started playing offense. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, like I said, the first 10 minutes, we only scored nine points. So. Right, exactly, exactly. Uh, and what was the halftime score? 35-24. Yeah, it was low. So uh, he, he goes on, seeing this team down at halftime, then to make that run in the second half is encouraging. Very Yes, very much so. Uh, the team needs to build off of this. Yeah, and I think, you know, there was a couple people that pointed out in the last fan feedback about, you know, is this the turning point for Syracuse after beating Indiana? I mean, you go ahead, you beat Indiana, a good Indiana team. And then, like, you know, it's fair to say we don't know exactly who Florida State is, but you go into Tallahassee and you beat Florida State. I mean, these are momentum builders, okay? And, um, you know, confidence it's just, just co- confidence and momentum and just that's exactly what they needed at the right time. So uh, let's see. Steve, top fan on Facebook. It's a win. Need more bench involved. Well, we went over that. The bench will get involved <laughs> as long as they're doing what they need to be doing. Um, do quality officials exist anymore? Uh, what? Um, let's see. He says Frank <laughs> Frank Howard is the man, but I think a really, <laughs> it's a Freudian slip there. Uh, Frank Anselm, I think, is who he's talking about. What a turnaround for him! Uh, and ch- uh, and a change in the zone for the second game in a row. Another miracle. Yes, it was another miracle, a Christmas miracle. So, <laughs> how much longer do you think we can see that, Joe, and have it be effective? You think? Switching up the zone. No, switching up the zone. I mean... It's tough to say. I think it's really tough to say, but I think uh, it would be a situation where, I mean... Again, I mean, if you get a lot of it on tape, then sometimes teams can figure it out. And if teams come in already knowing how to beat it, or they know they're going to be able to practice it because they're expecting it, um, then... You know, obviously, teams got a better chance of you know maybe it not being so effective for Syracuse. So you never really know. It could be just that they're just going to throw that wrinkle in there, and when they're playing against teams that have that type of guy, they switch it up. But either way, 
um, it's not going to sneak up on anybody really anymore. Yeah, that's kind of yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking, and it's it's unfortunate, but you know they're just going to have to evolve with the next thing, and coach will do it. I think um, I don't have a a doubt about that. But um, Jesse, just real quick, Jesse Edwards goes out with three minutes thirty five seconds left, Joe, and I'm just like, oh boy, like this this is going to be it. Jesse can't stay out of foul trouble. And this is going to be it. Three minutes, 35 seconds to survive without him in the game. I thought for sure we were toast. So that's a testament to, you know, Frank coming in. And they had all kinds of different rotations during that last three minutes, 35 seconds to make up for Jesse not being there. And um, it was excellent. That was that was Leonard Hamilton, like, straight getting outcoached. That when Jesse went to the bench, he just got outcoached. Plain and simple. So, um, you know. That's how I see it. So, all right. Syracuse will head to Madison Square Garden, as we said. And this is Tuesday, correct? Yeah, Tuesday. And it looks like the game's going to be at 930. Madison Square Garden versus Villanova. Cole Swider's old team. The all-time series between Syracuse and Villanova sits at 39 and 33 in favor of the Orange. Uh, The two teams met 12 times in the Big East tournament, with Syracuse holding the advantage 8-4. Syracuse has a 35-32 edge over Villanova in overall Big East play, according to orangehoops.org. The two teams haven't met since December 2014. The Wildcats would go on to win that game 82-77 in overtime at Villanova. That game's lineup was for us was Joseph, Cooney, Christmas, McCullough, and Benajay. It's crazy, right? That was the mm-hmm. last time we played them. Benajay and Christmas with 18 points and Joseph with 10 assists. Uh, number six, Villanova, is they got a pretty high-powered offensive team. They're not bad. Uh, with four guys averaging double figures <clears throat> and another one on the cusp, Ken Palm has them with the fourth-ranked adjusted offense and the 44th-ranked adjusted defense. Um, and they're sitting at 6-2, and two, Joe, with... Bosses only to UCLA, who's second, uh, ranked second, and Purdue, who's ranked sixth. But looking through, I mean, Mount St. Well, Mary's Purdue's win. one now. Purdue's so. one now. Are they? Okay. All right. Um, wow. Okay. Um, okay. So wins over St. Joseph's, Pennsylvania, LaSalle, okay, Tennessee, Howard, and Mount St. Mary's. But the two losses to the ranked teams were close. One of them was in overtime, uh, the UCLA game. 86 to 77. So they, yeah. they were close games, the two losses. Purdue was 80 to 74. Yeah, they. I watched that game. I would say, looking at their schedule, I mean, they're, they're a tough team. Looking at their schedule, their best win was uh, against Tennessee, beat them by 18. Um, and they're a good team. But uh, these other teams that they played, I mean, all these these teams, they beat them by, like, at least double digits. I think the closest game I was at Penn and it was like a 16 point game or something like that as far as all these other games. So they've blown these other teams out. Uh, and again, you don't really know how, you know, good those teams are. So, you know, Tennessee's good. We know Purdue's obviously good. And that was a close game. Um, that I believe was a game during, um, I think it was a, a holiday type of tournament or you know non-conference preseason tournament or whatever so um but either way uh this Villanova team it's um I don't think it's the same team that we're used to seeing for Villanova I think that normally they have um you know I mean they definitely are a team that 
that gets a lot of seniors and they have they kind of develop players and stuff like that. But they've been good for a really long time. They've won national championships. Um, and, you know, coach knows what he's doing, right? So, right. Uh, and really, when you look at this team, I mean, you got two uh, five year seniors that are in the starting lineup with Jermaine Samuels and uh, Colin Gillespie. You got uh, another senior. Um, oh, sorry. Um, another senior that comes off the bench, Caleb Daniels, shoots a bunch of threes. Um, he didn't play against St. Joe's. He was questionable. I know they got some stuff with, with COVID, and he actually was dealing with myocarditis um, last year um, because of what they said about COVID. But regardless, he was dealing with something with that. And, um, you know, there was some type of COVID thing going on, and he didn't play against St. Joe's. But um, he's really good three-point shooter. And really, these guys, they just they, they shoot a lot of threes, man. Just going back when you're looking at the, they all the schedule. They all What's do. that? They all do. Just watch. They all just, do. Just watch. Yeah. They all do. Well, against Purdue, when you looked, when I looked at their box score, uh, you had Caleb Daniels who came off the bench and shot seven threes, made five of them. Connor Gillespie uh, made four of eight. Um, Jermaine Samuels, five of seven. Justin Moore, four of eight. Um I'm sorry, Jermaine Samus was one of eight, but there was four players that shot seven three-pointers at least. Um, when you look at the team, the youngest guy, Eric Dixon, a 6'8", 255-pound uh, forward, so he's a big boy. Um, he's a sophomore. So you got nothing but pretty much sophomores, juniors, and uh, you know, five, five, two five-year seniors. So there's, te- there's players that have just been around the program for a very long time. Um, and you've seen their growth when you look at their stats coming from, you know, red shirting to, uh, barely helping to every year you see their stats growing and growing. And now, you know, they got a starting lineup full of those guys and, um, it's their time to really, you know, shine and have a good season. Um, and realistically, like I said, I just, I, it's, it's hard for me to tell, especially the early and that's what makes it tough non-conference so great is because you don't know um how good teams are i mean obviously purdue's good they played them close you know um in ucla they play close where's ucla ranked right now uh i'm not sure hold on i think i have it maybe fifth i don't have it um maybe fifth but it's still top 10 so uh but when i really look at this lineup you know they got a six eight guy uh, and two, six, seven forwards. So they're not going to have anybody they're, with they're Jesse fifth. Edwards' height. They're fifth, you're right. Yep, yep. They're not going to have anybody with Jesse Edwards' height, although, you know, they got guys, you know, they got more weight and bigger bodies. And really, the, the close games that they've played, for the most part, they've really only gone six, maybe seven deep. They got Chris uh, Archidiacono, who had a brother who played Easy there. Easy for you to say. Or I think yeah, I remember brother, that name. Or, yeah, yeah, so... Um, he doesn't play much, but he was the one that stepped up and played 23 minutes um, when Caleb Daniels couldn't play last game. So uh, right there, that's kind of what they play. Connor Gillespie plays pretty much all all the minutes, and he doesn't come out of the game. So, and yeah, I mean, it looks like they're pretty clean as far as keeping people out of how, uh, foul trouble. So this is going to be an experienced team that's going to probably, you know, they listen to their coach. <laughs> And they let they move the ball around the, the the way that they they you know 
know how to, you know, when you play basketball or college basketball for five years, um, it's going to be a tough team to beat. They're going to be physical down low. They're going to be well coached. They can score um, at will. They're going to they can score, um, and that's really the the one thing is is that they can score. Um, we, yeah, you got to hope that this that our defense is is just that much more improved. Yeah, uh, the one thing I'll be looking for, and in, in, you know, I'm sure Cole's motivated to come into this game, right, um, and show his old team, you know, what he's got, and with you know, with his new team. That's always added motivation for a guy. You see well, that's it? really the big question, right? Yeah, that is. It is. Because he'd be probably starting on this team. But, you know, he ended up going somewhere where it better suited his game, and he's now learning how to do that. And, I mean, it would be it would be great. It would be how f- awesome that would be to come full circle and him to finally, you know, it click and have that game that Coach yes. Bayheim was talking about, exactly. about it, eight, eight or ten. One of these games, he's going to have eight or ten threes, right? Yeah. Imagine him doing that in the garden against the top ten Villanova team. That'd I mean, crazy. I mean, and he, and he, that's where he transferred from. Exactly, and that's where that's where I'm. Uh, that's what I'm going to be fixated on. I hope he has a freaking tremendous game. I love those stories. I think it's awesome. Um, yeah. But uh, well, when it's your guy, right? So obviously, right. and um, you know. Um, as far as Cole goes, I mean, I wouldn't really knowing who he is now. Obviously, I didn't know much about him before he transferred to Syracuse. But knowing who he is now, I don't know if I'd really want to play against him either. I mean, he's good enough. He just like like he hasn't been lighting the scoreboard up, but he has been doing some things, and he's 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 a problem. He's a problem sometimes. He's not like Jesse Edwards. Cole? Yeah, he's not like Jesse yeah. Edwards level problem right now, but he's a problem. Well, yeah, and he's trying to figure it out. Right. It's like Coach said, he's trying to figure out playing with us. He's trying to figure out our system. He's trying to figure out what we do. And um, it's a learning curve. And all of these guys got it. You see everybody working through it. Samir, Benny, and Cole all working through it. And Jimmy, by the way. Working through it. And that's his freaking dad that coaches his team. So, but Jimmy's yeah. been Jimmy's been really good. I mean, he's been really good scoring. But he's been he's made some he's made mistakes. He's gotten the glare. He's gotten he's gotten the talk on the sideline coming over. Right. So. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's going to be interesting to see what they do um, defensive wise. You know, I don't think Villanova, judging by the minutes played and how deep they go on their bench, I don't think that they're really uh, pressing. And playing that defense like VCU, Florida State, Auburn was doing to us. So, <clears throat> really, where I'm going to look It'll be is, a nice break, huh? Yeah, and that's really what I'm going to look because I think it's been those kind of defenses that have really been the reason why we've had you know more turnovers than usual, right? Where Cole Swider gets five turnovers, and it's just been very difficult for us to you know make some shots and everything like that. So, I mean, I look this as a team that we might be able to you know get even with the rebounds but it's also you got to win the turnover battle so like what Beheim said when you add up the uh, turnovers and the um the turnovers and the rebounds you know that's those are the two things you know if you lose one but you can win the other one then you can gain gain that gap back so you know and just obviously just like any other um you know game too you got to make shots you know there's teams that have great offenses that you come out and don't do anything. I mean, I think that we, I mean, right now Ken Palm's got us adjusted offense 17, you know, and I think you see that because of how quick we can go on a roll and score points. But even us against Florida state, we only had nine points in the first nine minutes of the game. So, um, you know, obviously they got to, 
make their shots. But Villanova's defense isn't. Um, they're not as pressing as, as what we've been seeing lately. They're not as pressing, and you know, you know Ken Palm's got them adjusted rank at forty-five. Uh, but you know, I think that's probably skewed a little bit, probably a little bit higher based upon their um, their non-conference schedule for the most part. So um, they're not going to give us the same amount of trouble as some of these other teams. So I mean, so far, you know, I, I I don't want to be four and three and. and it's not where you want to be right now. You want to obviously want to win every game, but to the, the games that we've played, the teams that we've played in this in this non-conference schedule, I think is really really helping, and um, it's kind of what we needed. You know, just just to get kind of roughed up on defense, so that this offense can kind of figure out how to score against anybody. So um, we roughed out of one last, you know, against Florida State, only scoring sixty-three, uh, yeah. but that's a decent number considering how many we put into the first quarter of the game you know how many points we scored so um this is just gonna be another it's still gonna be a challenge obviously because this team they're you know more veteran and they know how to score and they can shoot threes so if they play with that patience and we've seen it we saw colgate and if they play with that patience and experience and they shoot those threes and they get open then it could be a tough ball game for us but uh again this group at villanova hasn't seen this two three zone so yeah you know and their defense, like I said, we're going to be able to. We'll still, we'll still be able to score against them. Um, it's not like they have the. Well, they have a good defense now. I don't want to sound like I'm like you know, poo pooing. Well, it's it's, it's just top when you've already seen three really good defenses, you know, then and that's what you're comparing it to. So I mean, they're 44th. Just to put it into perspective, we're 156 according to Kempo. So. You know, oh, I mean, just to put you know, it into perspective, you know, so. Well, of course, if you looked at the numbers through through Ken Palm's spectrum, then it would say that Villanova is going to be able to score against us no matter what. They're probably going to have no problem scoring against us. Right. Well, right now. <clears throat> if you're reading that book, if you're looking just at the numbers. But the problem is, is that we have a 2-3 zone and obviously a 1-1-3 one, one, or a 1-3-1 one, one, or whatever you want to call it, um, where this group's got to figure it out. You know, and I know the coaches – have you know at Villanova have seen it before when we were in the Big East, but uh, they're going to be able to, to to coach it and they're going to be able to teach it. But still, you seeing it on the floor uh, is still going to su- surprise some people. So it might take them a little while, but they're going to eventually figure it out and they're going to be able to score. So okay. this might be another barn burner, like uh, yeah. Well, we'll see. Um, Ken Palm's got them. Got Syracuse losing this game, seventy-seven sixty-nine, but. Uh, let's go back in the time machine to our last picks. We're going to do all ACC picks on the year. Mm. And um, I knew it was going to be difficult, and it was. So I had a difference of 45. I said 86-82. It's way off. Joe, you were way off too, Which, but you were a whole lot closer to me, which just goes to show how far off I was. You had 77-72. You had a difference of 26. I had a difference of 45. So you're going to take the first one of the season, 1-0. I'm 0-1. Uh, and hopefully this thing doesn't come down to points because I'm going to get crushed. Um, <laughs> but we'll be we'll uh, do the next... The next time we pick will be Georgia Tech. Not that any, anybody cares, but I think it's fun. It's a little ways away, yeah. So, yeah, it's about four games away. Uh, so it'll be after Christmas will be our next pick. So we, we both crazy. picked them to win, right? We did pick them to win. Okay, yeah. So with that said, you got 21 and I got 40, if you really want to do that. Not that it matters that much, but yeah. Yes. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, it just tells you, you know, how good of a defense Florida State actually has and where it's going to be playing. Yeah, absolutely. So, all right. I think that is going to do it for us. I um, We appreciate all of you for tuning in and hanging out with us. Syracuse plays Tuesday. So, obviously, hopefully we'll be here Wednesday to talk about it and um, also mm. to talk about Wait Georgetown. Georgetown, yes. The game's at 930, so uh, get the coffee ready. For Joe, I'm Sean. We're out. Peace.